Hey, what's going on, man? Hi, Adam. What's new? Uh, I don't know. Let me check my levels. Levels, levels, levels. There we go. My levels are okay. <sighs> they might be a little my, high. My levels are, are as mediocre as always. <laughs> so, so we got that going for us, which is nice. So it's um, uh, Sunday, March 15th, and the world has almost ended. Yeah, I, I just got myself out of quarantine long enough to record a podcast with you. So uh, let's hurry this thing up, man. I got to go back into quarantine in just a moment. Brutal. Yeah, it's been a weird couple of days, man. I, uh, uh, In my wildest dreams, I never... Like coming back from Coda, like driving through all of the USA, I, would, I never would have thought like, oh, I'll be afraid to cross a state line in about 10 days. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> And like right now, I'm like afraid to cross the state line. So, and not because yeah. you're a fugitive of the law. No, I'm just like afraid they'll let me back in, like or won't. <laughs> it's a really weird time. Things uh, things are going pretty weird there in Illinois. Uh, I think it's about as sideways as everywhere else. Uh, yeah, so pretty sideways. Everywhere else is kind of screwed too. So, um, so I get to uh, I get to work from home for the next two weeks at least. I, I don't. Do you get have to get to... paid for doing that? Because like I don't get paid when I stay home. <laughs> yeah, I, I get paid because I can still oh, do cool. stuff when I'm not at work. You know. Oh, so you made a good career choice. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Uh, well, I did not. I made a different career choice. Yeah. Uh, so you're home for at least two weeks. Yeah, uh, I think our first day back in, unless something changes, is March 30th. So you mean we're doing a lot of podcasts during the day? That's that's what you're saying? No, I'm working. Oh, okay. You're actually typey, typey, typey with your loud keyboard? That's right. Uh, which oh, that's actually cool. is my is my favorite place to work because I like my loud keyboard. Yeah, that, that keyboard clacks, man. That thing clacks all over. Clack, 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 clack. And I can make him clack. Yeah, that's right. You can make that ass clack. Um, <laughs> Uh, so uh, we were going to go to NCM next weekend, and we're not doing that anymore. Oh, that's not um, happening anymore. No, it turns out like it was going to be the uh, the season champions for 2019 prize, the the super team we call it. Um, we we're going to go to Champ Car at NCM, uh, and it turns out about half of the drivers can't go now because of work or travel restrictions coming from Canada or et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Josh Halka is a doctor. He's like, uh, I'm a doctor. I can't go anywhere. You know, that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's a weird time. Uh, people can't Sounds do like things. he made bad so. life choices. <laughs> yeah. Not everybody can be a doctor that just works from home like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Abe's the best kind of doctor, the evil doctor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you've been working on Dan for like forever. Yeah, so I've been thrashing on the sedan for about a week and a half. I pulled the engine out. I sold the engine. We'd bought a Wago van, a Honda Civic Wago van that had been swapped to a, a CRV B20, like a two liter uh, B series dual cam. Uh, we bought one of those that had been swapped already, so it all the, had all the right axles, had the right shift linkage, had the, the right mounts, the wiring pieces, the ECU, all the stuff. Um, we bought it for barely more than we sold the the single cam drivetrain out of Dan Sedan for. And uh, and then I I started pulling the engine out. It turns out this car was not built by a good mechanic. And I've You're been fighting about things. Dan or the Wagavan? No, the Wagavan. Uh, <laughs> it was real bad. <laughs> uh, so I've been fighting things on this thing for about a week. 
this morning uh, at about 12.35 a.m., I got the engine in. Two of the three engine mounts are correct, and it turns out that the driver's side engine mount is from something else, uh, like something the kid had laying around, and it required a six-foot pry bar, a giant hammer, and a step drill to make that thing work. So that was cool. cool. <laughs> that was real good. <laughs> Uh, but right now, uh, it has a has a dual cam B series in it, um, so it was supposed to have this like really good transmission too. It's supposed to have the ninety three GSR trans, which has like a super close one through five ratio, and like it's got the best gear ratios of, like any B series trans. It's super hard to find, and it turns out it was not that. I took the trans apart, and I took the trans apart to count the gear ratios, but also because the, the Wago van had lived like this slammed lifestyle for years. And uh, with its previous owner, and uh, the bottom of the trans case was cracked because it had hit something, and so I had to pull the trans apart and like fix the crack in the case, and then I counted gear ratios and realized it was just a basic cable LS trans, which sucked. But uh, so I fixed it anyway. Uh, that'll be the temporary trans until we find some cooler. But um, it's been a series of disappointments with this B-Series swap, but the engine looks good, so hopefully it's a good engine. But Well, I, I'm um, sorry that your Wago van that was still <laughs> kind of in good shape is like... Yeah, it, dude, you, I got ripped off of, of a $1,500 Wago van that I basically have $200 into after selling everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't feel yeah. bad for you. <laughs> no, no, like the average car enthusiast has has more money like into a set of brake pads than we have <laughs> into this Wago van. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so it's been a frustrating week. Like making, I had to have, I had to have the axles rebuilt. I had to fix the front half of the shift linkage because it was a super worn out bushing. Uh, it did have a lot of good parts, but it had like a, a lot of like stripped out parts also. Like the kid, I think the kid put everything together with a three quarter inch impact. And he just did it at like full blap, blap, blap. Uh, like that's everything. A, that's a like, lot of Ugga Duggas, man. Yeah, freaking everything is Ugga Dugga and like freaking German spec torqued. <laughs> it's like everything is guten tight. <laughs> so, uh, it, it's, it's so strippy dippy. <laughs> yeah, it's been a day. Uh, so this morning, <laughs> this morning, I. Uh, I needed to put the uh, the rear engine mount on because, like, literally, like our church called off and everything. Like, we're not doing anything today. Uh, it's a Sunday right now. Uh, I had to put the rear engine mount in, and I so I had to shim the driver's side engine mount down a quarter of an inch so that the engine was in the right spot. And so that got okay. And then I'm like, all right, I got to put the rear engine mount in. And then I found I remembered after I like because I hadn't done a B series EF swap in forever. Uh, and on the 88 to 91, the EF Civic uh, chassis, when you're doing a B-series swap, you have to, like, the rear cross member needs to have, like, this one little area, like, dented in and folded down, like, the little lip that comes off of it. Otherwise, like, the mount, like, doesn't fit. And I forgot to do that. And the engine was already in. I heard I already had all the coolant, coolant lines ran. Like, I'd made a coolant line up front and, like, all this. Like, everything was already, like, two-thirds done. I didn't, I didn't want to pull it back out. Uh, so I had, to, I had to drop the rear cross member, and I'm, I'm using sockets and extensions and everything to get this engine mount in, and I'm, like, prying on things, and, like, nothing fits well because literally it's, like, a hasboard engine mount here, and then, like, this old, like, the rear mount is from something else, and the driver's mount is from something else, 
And I should have just called Brian at Hasport and just started fresh with a new engine mount kit. It had one Hasport mount, and the rest of them were just random mounts. I don't know what this kid did, but uh, I actually did get it fitting correctly. But uh, it required a lot of, like, over-drilling and shimming and anger uh, versus when I put the B-Series in my CRX, I just bought a Hasport kit, and everything fit well. <laughs> so, yep. So right now, I'm a little mad that we tried to get cheap. Uh, we bought this thing, like, thinking as advertised that had a Hasport engine mount kit, and I'm like, all right, everything's going to fit great because, like, Hasport's real, and everybody else kind of sucks. And it uh, turns out it only had some of a Hasport kit, but uh, but I got it. So uh, I'll probably end up swapping all the mounts out later. But right now, I just want to get it running and uh and stuff so <sighs> so it's been a week but now we called off doing champ car race anyway and now i have a little bit of time so i was going to try to thrash on this thing and then head head to ncm on thursday um and you were going to meet us there yeah i'm, um, I'm really disappointed that uh we're not going because now i have to work on more chores on the house so yeah i know don't chores suck chores are yeah. terrible really suck um I'm kind of disappointed that we don't get to go to uh, to NCM. We're gonna, uh, Chris and I are probably going to run down to do like a site visit before we go there in April. Uh, but right now, it looks like all Grid Life events currently are scheduled to happen as planned, uh, unless literally the world ends because we don't have an event for about six weeks. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a weird time, man. What do you uh, What do you make of all this uh, this H or not this H one N one this uh, coronavirus stuff? I mean, You're a uh, Ashley and I did not go out and buy a bunch of toilet paper, uh, but I don't know. You, know. you don't like wiping your ass anyway. So you just like to have that dirty brown butt. So. I've been seeing a lot of funny memes about wiping your butt on other things uh, recently <laughs> on Facebook. And I'm pretty excited for those. Um, so <laughs> yeah, you like you if, like to back it up to the uh, to the escalator handrail, right? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're if you're Dan DeVries and you got a few more of those in the queue, just keep them coming. Well, there's some pretty fun ones there. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm just working from home, doing my thing. I think uh, I don't I don't think that anyone is saying that you know self quarantine is necessarily gonna like uh, uh, make the problem go away as much as it is to like just spread out the problem for longer. Which in that case means that the uh, the hospitals can deal with more patients. Uh, yeah, yeah, like per unit time, right? Like it does seem over- like yeah. It seems like the limitation in the system is the available hospital beds, and that's the big worry. So that's why they want to slow it down. But um, um, yeah, it's a weird. For, uh, like it, it's so unprecedented. Like in our world, like this hasn't happened uh, in our digital world. You know? Yeah, it's uh, and it, I mean, not that this is like the main concern, but it's what I was concerned about. The fact that uh, the Australian Grand Prix was canceled, uh, yeah. like mega late notice. I mean, it was on Thursday and the race was on Friday. The this practice started on Friday. So that was like yeah. freaking bizarre. That, I think that's insane. And, um, you know, any any doubters about the the severity or, or uh, seriousness of this issue is like, well, you know, companies like F1 or the NBA, they don't they don't just cancel major, major <laughs> events. They don't just yeah. do that willy nilly. No, no, you don't just like move a billion dollars worth of events or, or cancel them entirely. You just it, that's like a hard decision. Uh, yeah. Like Chris, Chris and I and Sean are like agonizing over 
like a much smaller event like Midwest Festival, which is still like it's it, it's the make or break event for Grid Life. But like we're agonizing over contingency ideas like what if hap- what happens if we move it to this date? What happens if we move it to this date? Like uh, these are all things that we have to think about. Uh, but like like that's like one one hundredth of every F1 Grand Prix size wise. So. I can't imagine the uh, the week that some of these event organizers have had. It's been it's got it, well, like it it's so crazy. Well, I guess the big difference between Grid Life and uh, Formula One, uh, there are many differences, but one of those differences is that uh, Grid Life pays to put on an event, and Formula One gets paid by the track to put on an event, and that's I mean, a big yeah. difference. <laughs> but they also, I mean, w- getting paid to put on that event mainly. They probably get paid enough to bring all their people there. They're they're not they're not making money just showing up. They have to still do the thing and get paid by all their advertisers and whatever, whatever. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird time, man. It's freaking weird. I, well, I don't. You're, enjoy you're not it. like a sports guy or conventional sports guy, but canceling March Madness is like that's a really really big deal for advertisers, right? <laughs> yeah, you'd imagine, or like postponing the nba season like yeah Yeah, that doesn't just happen that doesn't happen like on a whim but uh i don't know it's uh it's weird um i'm pretty stressed about out about it personally from like a uh a construction perspective like i have to go to people's houses and i don't want to see people even though logically i know they're probably fine to hang out with and people probably don't want me there um it's a it's a weird time. People aren't buying things, so I'm like I'm trying to work through my backlog the last couple of days, and we'll probably I got about three weeks of stuff to install in the construction business. But like after that, like what if people don't buy anything? Like, well, then you'll have more time to work on grid life stuff. Yeah, then I'll have more time, but I won't have any money. <laughs> so then you'll just have so. to sell a transmission a week to pay for the next three years of your annual income. That's that's maybe true. Maybe I need to sell all the car stuff. But uh, um, speaking of selling things, do we have any sponsors and promoters of this uh, current show? We do. Uh, yeah, we, we've got to thank our Patreon. We've got to thank oh, our man. Patreon first, right? Like they're uh, the best. Our Patreon's like uh, doing pretty good. We're super excited to have as many people supporting the show as uh, there are. So yep. it's awesome. Patreon, it's like-, uh, like Google Patreon and Slip Angle in the same Google box and you'll find I think it. we have 19 people supporting the show, which is amazing. Um, it turns out to be like an actual sum of money, like to pay for the website and all those things. So yeah, it's, it's going to pay for the website and we're super stoked about that. And, uh, yeah. I am working through a local, a local company here in Indianapolis to get some slip angle t-shirts printed. Uh, as soon as they get back to me on when they can get those done, um, we're going to put them on the site and sell them. So I'm pretty excited about that too. I love that. So uh, I, I made sure to like get a quotation for uh, shirts. I have a I have a Rheingeist beer T-shirt. It's probably my favorite T-shirt that I have. And uh, well, they had them uh, available, so I was like, well, we should definitely get those because they're the best fabric and they're the softest and they're durable and they seem to last a while. So. Yeah, Abe wants the nice quality T-shirts. You don't want to have like the beefy T uh, Hanes T-shirt. Like that Ugh. doesn't sound good to you. No, or we could just go no. to like Costco and get white tees and get those printed. <laughs> yeah, you could do that, or you could just like get a bunch of uh, get a bunch of garbage bags and like cut three holes in them and like <laughs> spray paint a logo. That sounds That's good. A slip angle pod show. 
<laughs> slipangopodshow.com. <laughs> you know, Why don't well, we with the way that grid life show? events have gone the last couple of years, it seems like a slip angle poncho is a pretty good idea. Yeah, I, I, I think I think we need we need to own slipanglepancho.com. Uh, and slipanglepodshow.com. <laughs> well, we, we really missed an opportunity because we did not get slip beagle broadcast on Instagram, which is a damn shame. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I, th- I think that, I think that's the same people that did the uh, the ten tents <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. Ten tents uh, when you get it. Yeah, when you get a when you get a when you get a show that wants to knock off your name, it's a very weird time. But um, so yeah, uh, yeah. So, track so we been got going to, all right too, and we've got uh, we've got the Ten Tents podcast on there. Um, yeah. and and this is big news. Uh, time that? with Attackers is coming back. No way. I convinced Adam and or not Adam, uh, Jim and James. Chris to to put some more shows together. And I told them if they recorded them, I would edit them and post them on Track Tent. Okay, so we're gonna get some time with Attackers again, huh? Very excited because they. Oh, that's uh, cool. Uh, just just like their lap times, uh, their their runtime was short. I think they only did yeah. about nine nine episodes. I think we were on one of those, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You and I. So I'm I'm excited to have that coming back, and I'm excited to see Tracktune kind of turn into a, a collective of shows and stuff, and kind of turn into a website that should be interesting. Yeah, it should. Well, kind of our goal is to make it. Uh, kind of make it a home for a bunch of a bunch of podcasts, and make it a home for uh, track related articles and videos, uh, and just kind of a good aggregator for things that our people are interested in. So, uh, yeah, tracktune.com. We've got uh, links to good deals on Apex Pro stuff. Um, so if you want to get a get an Apex Pro, you can go there. Uh, you can you can research more about them at apextrackcoach.com. Um, are we talking about anybody else on this show, or is, was that last show? I forget. Uh, that we're was last about FCP show. Euro? But we're still we're still proud of uh, support from FCP Euro. And yeah, FCP Euro's jumping in on like every other show for the next long time. So uh, go to FCP Euro. What FCP Euro dot com? That's right. Uh, we can talk. We can we can we can give them a quick plug. We love that. So um, uh, we're looking forward to seeing. I'm, I'm looking forward to another ride in the TCA car. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in with Nate or Michael. It's gonna be that fun. That sounds fun. I, Dude, uh, this, those cars are so much better than they should be. <laughs> like, like you get in it and you're like, "Oh, that just looks like Joe Blow's time attack car with like, uh, with like a cooler roll cage." And, woof, uh, man, so much grip. It was ridiculous, but uh, very, very cool. It made me respect. I respected TCR cars a lot more than uh, than I thought I would after just like two or three laps around Gingerbread in one of those, but. Uh, it was pretty neat. It was pretty freaking neat. But anyway, yeah. uh, com. check them out. And, uh, and yeah, so we're still freaked out about the, uh, the freaking coronavirus, the beer flu. It's messing us up pretty bad, ruining our economy, uh, probably shutting down all the racetracks, and Slip Angle will be defunct within four or five days. So that'll be cool. Well, uh, the cool thing about our setup is that we don't have to be in each other's company to record. So That's true. I can uh, lock myself in a room and still record stuff. Yeah, we could totally not make any money until like the end of time doing slip angle. We could we could do slip angle forever. 
<laughs> as long as the internet is there. Uh, and I have, uh, I have my internet guy coming out tomorrow because uh, I have super fast internet at my house, uh, but it's yeah. been super suck internet for a couple weeks. So Uh-oh. hoping he fixes it. Yeah, you like the the biggest benefit you had to your entire home was the uh, the high speed internet. Got to get that fixed, man. Uh, the uh, when the Bens were here for PRI, I think they uploaded like three or four of their upcoming um, uh, episodes <laughs> because, because, because they you were had like, like I cannot believe gig. it's so fast. <laughs> like, what is your up and down rate on your? At your uh, it's supposed to be gig service, so it should be like uh, up near a thousand megs per second. Um, Jeez, up and down. <laughs> That's so fast. I think, I mean, I'm supposed to be like consistently getting around 500 up and down. So that's, that's fast, pretty quick. Man. Um, we, uh, I, w- I was talking to Matt Busby over at uh, NCM because they, they just got some high-speed internet so that we can do, like the, their main impetus for getting high-speed internet was so that we can do a Grid Life live stream uh, middle of April. And, uh, and he was like, yeah, we got like 500 up. It's like so fast. And, and like regularly you're getting twice as many up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, cool. Li- life's weird here in the city. Yeah. Like, but, but also you cannot seemingly like generally you can't call out on a cell phone from your house. <laughs> no, I, I cannot, which means that, uh, I'm, I'm actually using the, the cell phone call and it's cut out like three or four times since mm-hmm. we've started recording this show. No, I know. Um, it's gotten a little bit robot-y a couple times. Uh, well, only because uh, it seems like at your house, your Wi-Fi sucks so bad that we can't do a Wi-Fi call. My Wi-Fi does not suck, dude. Your Wi-Fi and my Wi-Fi, they are not friends. That's the problem. Uh, so It only takes 20 minutes for me to upload a show. That can't be slow, right? God, that's so slow. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah. in, in time attack news, it seems like everybody and their brother in track mod has uh, a sequential trans now. So that's cool. Yeah, those are the things that are coming, man. We got a whole tidal wave of freaking Samsonis and Quaves. <laughs> it's going to be a mess. I don't know if you saw um, Andy and um, Moss, I think, and uh, Pete went yeah. to uh, an event at NCM area on Friday. Yeah, the Beach Bend, I, the Beach Bend they, Raceway. They did that uh like Jim Connor style uh race. Yeah, it's like a it's like a a weird crazy autocross kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. And uh well, Smedgard won. Big surprise. Did he really? In the S2000. Yeah. Oh, they, they I saw that he got second yesterday. Uh yeah. Maybe maybe I was wrong. Maybe maybe he uh, didn't. Maybe uh, gets, maybe he won. I don't even remember. But. but it was like a it's like a drifty thing, right? Like you have to. It's like a barrel race for horse races, and you have to drift around these things. And yeah, it's like the most insane autocross you've ever seen. And so you end up like sliding the car sideways at wide open throttle instead of like slow turning. You pendulum turn the thing. <laughs> so, it's so weird. It looked pretty rad, but. Um, yeah, uh, it's a, it's a, it's like the weird dead time of the year. Like we had all the all the hype from Coda, and we just like I think we just aired our last show from Coda, or That's about right. Coda. Um, and uh, I think we just put up our second uh, Patreon show, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Did you get yeah, your feed that- to work out right? No, I can't figure out how to make that feed work. I can't listen to what we talked about because I forgot what we talked about. Uh, in my <laughs> Apple podcast, I got it to uh, plug in just fine. So Der- Derek, Derek talked about how I was uh, making or how was I was poking fun of the size of his wife's boobs, but I don't remember doing that. <laughs> you did do that, yeah. 
Was it was it at least funny? <laughs> it. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> okay, well, that, I got that going for me. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so we got a couple uh, of we got a couple of Patreon shows up there. If people want to listen to them, we'll probably have another one in the next couple of weeks. But uh, and if uh, you're yeah. uh, if you're James Houghton and you can't figure out how to get your Patreon shows, it's because you don't pay enough money to. Uh, oh, he only paid two dollars. When Derek oh, set it up, man. he made it so that you have to give $5 a month to get special access to Patreon. We've got shows. people paying us, what, $25 a month? There's literally people paying us $25 a month, and that's crazy. <laughs> and we appreciate it. So yeah, we, uh, we, we love those people. On, on my list of things that. to do yeah. is uh, we, we started up an LLC to like try and be a real company um, to make it so that we can pay our taxes because that's like a way to get destroyed if you're not, you know? So, yeah. So we did that but, and now we don't have any money for a little while, but, and, uh, uh, we've got the website and the web website costs money to run and maintain and whatever. But, uh, there's a piece of equipment that I've been eyeing for quite a while and it's called a Rodecaster pro. And it's right. a, it's a podcast studio that like just sits on a desk and, uh, it, does all kinds of cool stuff and i'm really looking can, forward to buying one can you do like really cool arnold schwarzenegger sound clips out of those yes. or is it like yes you can oh uh, yeah i love that that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> i'm gonna make um, you I'm and gonna, it'll, it'll make you allow us to more easily take like uh bluetooth calls and and record that channel and like i i've frustratingly i've got a, a way to do it on my computer but it's like 20 steps and I have have never written it down and I always forget. And right now yeah. I'm in the period of having forgotten and I, I can't figure it out. So yeah, I, if, every time we've tried to do it, it's taken you like 10 tries to remember how. <laughs> so uh, getting this and just being able to like take a Bluetooth call from my phone might make it also so that we can have like call in shows. Yeah, that could be really fun. We could, could we Could we get a phone number and we could actually make people call in? That would be fun, wouldn't it? Oh, that would be so fun. Can you imagine? We could just put it out on Instagram and people would call. Oh, that'd be so fun. So oh, I that have makes noticed, me excited to think about. <laughs> <laughs> so I have noticed that while uh, while the track-tuned Instagram has more followers than Slip Angle, uh, the Slip Angle Instagram gets way more engagement, like way more likes and way more feedback. So Yeah, because all I did was like post crap about my life for like two years and then or three years and then people actually uh, watch it. So uh, hold please while I download the Arnold Schwarzenegger prank soundboard so that we can make this show better. Uh, just give it a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if Installing. you had faster internet, this wouldn't take so long. Hey, come on! I'm opening right now. I just downloaded this thing like in two seconds. Start. Let's see what what does Arnold have to say. Tur- Turbo Man? No, Arnold just said hello. Yeah. Well, it's going to be really good. And that was probably <laughs> like 200 episodes ago. You might have had a little bit to drink and you you were especially amused on the uh the Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard. Yeah, was that uh Oh, you know what? I'm listening in in my headphones and I'm like playing these things and I'm only hearing them in my ears. They're not playing it on the microphone. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now I at least have the Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard. Ooh, it's on my homepage too. So I got that going for me. Um, oh man, yeah. No, yeah, I remember that show at Gingerman. It was like the second show we ever did with you. That was like at October like 3 years ago. Um yeah, that was fun. 
Uh, that was a really fun day. I, I shared the show on my uh, on my Facebook feed at the time, and I was like, "Oh, I did this show, it was super cool!" And I had a few people listening to it. And they were like, "What is this garbage? This show sucks." <laughs> <laughs> might have sucked. It totally might have sucked. Uh, but but that might have been the la- might have been like the second to last time I was ever hung over. Uh, cause man, did we, we got freaking wild that night. That was a long night too. Oh man. That was so long ago. Uh, that was years and years and years ago. That's like ancient history, man. We've done, I bet we've yep. done 200 shows since, well, probably not 200, at least 150 shows since I uh, got involved. I'll bet you it was damn near 200 shows since then. But, um, yeah, uh, very weird time. <laughs> we've done too many shows and we've talked about too many things. I don't even remember that day. Like that seems like a whole other person ago, yeah, like right. A whole lifetime, you know. Um, how's uh, how's things in India? Is it warming up there by you? Uh, all the snow is gone as of today. This morning it was still on the ground, but it's gone now. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks like okay, nice out. People are uh, walking around with their kids and doing all the things. And not too bad outside. I know uh, Ashley's car needs to have ball joints done, and I've been putting it off just because my garage is too cold, and I am a sissy. So not not uh, not an excuse anymore, man. Time to do it. Yeah, should probably do that yeah. this week. Yeah, yeah. I've. Uh, uh, do you have any Do you have any RV plans? Are you going camping anytime soon or no? Um, no. No, uh, you're not. I, you're not doing any family camping. No, before the probably baby not. comes. Probably not. We were talking about going to Charleston in late April, but uh, the um, you know coronavirus. This is back back to the coronavirus. Um, <laughs> the Airbnb policy made it so that you could cancel with uh, without penalty. So we're uh, we're doing that. Okay, not going anymore, huh? No, I think we're going camping in May uh, in uh, in Indiana, but. Uh, I've been working on the uh, the throttle pedal because you know the throttle got stuck wide open on the way home from Coda <laughs> after we cut you off. Uh, I have I've been fabricating my butt off, uh, and I'm it's 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 ready to install now. Uh, so I built a new throttle pedal, um, and uh, it's it's like a like the throttle pedal wants to do like a two inch throw, and the, the the throttle in the back on the engine needs like a two and a quarter inch throw for wide open throttle. So it turns out it, it seems like I've never ever had wide open throttle on this bus. So maybe this bus is going to actually be fast when I'm done. I'm not sure. But, well, uh, uh, what was it on the show with, uh, with James? We discussed the world record for class a land speed, like 120. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm it's hoping for 130 miles an hour on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bet if you intercooled it, you'd get a little bit more. Uh, maybe a little more power, but the, the RPM is the like it, my my bus is really like gearing limited before it's like power limited. You just put but, some bigger uh, tires on it. No, I'm gonna like when I swapped it. Do you know how much tires cost for this thing, dude? They're like three hundred eighty dollars a piece. Like just the four rear tires are like two thousand bucks. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Well, yeah, that's actually not any more ridiculous than what a lot of our drivers spend on tires. So no, like a set of freaking AO fifty twos costs like eighteen thousand dollars. It's it's just awful, man. Time yeah. attack, time attack is like the worst drug. This is the stupidest hobby. It's of the all time. worst. I don't know how anybody does it. And <laughs> I, I literally don't know. I'm like I'm I'm an enabler. It's terrible. 
Um, do you ever do you ever just like wake up in the morning like when they, in a cold sweat because you, you you realize that you're ruining everyone's life? Yeah. Yeah, I um, actually have. I'm like, oh no, what am I doing in my life? So uh, I have a couple of uh, Facebook chats with people who are uh, as as into like the legalese of the rule book as I am. Um, yeah, and they uh, so for 2020, I'm asking that all drivers instead of painting you and I into a corner at the beginning of a year. Yeah. I, and instead of a- having them ask us what our interpretation of the rules is, uh, right. I'm, I'm no longer answering any questions like that. What I am doing is uh, if they have a mod that they want to do and they question its legality, I want them to pretend that they're a lawyer, send me an email with the rule in question and explain to me any kind of legal argument based on the rules for why it should be legal. Absolutely. Be a lawyer. And yep. uh, I, I get to be the judge. And someone said that uh, they might even bring me a uh, like an old timey judge costume to wear at events. And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I might just do that. But yeah, uh, we, we've we've gotten a couple of them where it's like because uh, basically you and I are the rules committee, and so we are the deciders on this stuff. And people people typically just send us like a question like, "Is this legal?" And then you and I debate it back and forth with each other, where. Where like a couple months ago you were like, uh, so I've gotten this input from other people like, why don't these other people just argue it to us why it should be legal versus us, like you and I literally argue back and forth about why something should be legal. Like why don't why don't they do that? So, yeah, right. Like because uh, yeah. in that case they, you know, they have to interpret the rules and they don't get the benefit of our uh, interpretation, right? Like right. Right. So I, I know that there's gray area in the rule book and I I know where it is and I know and a lot certain- of that uh, and a lot of that gray area is like by design too. Like we we don't want to say everything that you can and can't do. We want people to like start pushing that boundary because that to us is that is like the spirit of time attack. But, well, and uh, I, like I'm not I'm not just going to give that away to anybody who asks based on my interpretation. So Exactly. Uh yep. Yeah, if if they want to do a thing, they have to argue for why they think it's legal. And if we grant it, I'm starting to keep track of all of those decisions and I'll put them somewhere on a website and probably not advertise it, but it will basically just be legal precedents for grid life time attack at least yep. by year. So I think it, I think it should be at the bottom like the very bottom of the technical glossary on uh on the grid life website. I think so. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, like an easy, easy thing to find, but you have to try and find it because the technical technical glossary itself is like that's like that thing that helps people interpret the rules, but a lot of people don't even find it and they don't know it's there. But uh, but if you if you want to like know what the word splitter means to us right now, that's that's where you find it. You know, right stuff stuff and, like that. So. And I did have uh, one person who who engages with me quite a lot on rules and what ifs and you know what does this mean and what did you mean when you said this so on and so forth that has prompted more technical definitions which is good uh but he's also is his name uh does his name rhyme with malix moss (laughs) (laughs) it might uh but he he uh correctly identified a whole lot of gray area in the street class that uh I think it's pretty compelling and uh yeah now there's some cool there's some cool uh 
ability to read the rules. And I think some of that is kind of the fun of this competition. But uh, yeah. Well, like the fact that people are allowed to build stuff, I think, is what makes it fun. Because, you know, unless you're Tomo, uh, you know, you might have some mechanical aptitude in addition to your driver ability, right? And right. like building the car you want is, is the... Uh, the impetus for both GLTC and for, you know, grid life track battle, right? Are you saying that Tom O'Gorman does not have the mechanical aptitude to build the car he wants? <laughs> uh, I know that he can change tires. I've seen him do that. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell him that you told him that he sucks at cars. <laughs> Don't yeah. do that. That uh, might make him sad. No, you can't make that man sad. He's too happy. Uh, well, and as it turns out, apparently I am, uh, people don't always like my sense of humor because I can sometimes make people sad. Yeah. You do know how to make people sad and people hold a grudge against Abe. Uh, I've had, I've had more than one person who are like, uh, man, uh, that Abe though. (laughs) 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 Everybody seems to like my sense of humor and my personality, but people are like intimidated by you and Chris for some reason. (laughs) I don't know. Like I usually like if I have a joke that's dumb, it's based on another, like just a dumb movie. So Mm -hmm. there was an instance where I was, uh, uh, trying to make fun of Sean Fenton of grid life. And, He, he had done something at an event and it was like, not he, he's Sean is like kind of disconnected, uh, from a lot of like the, the, the minutia of motorsports. And he like made a statement about something or, or something. And I, I was thinking about the quote from, uh, Jurassic park where, uh, Jeff Goldblum says to the park owner, Hey, you know, you think you might have dinosaurs on your dinosaur tour? Uh, I said to Sean, you know, we have like cars at grid life and it really, really stuck with him. And I need to apologize. (laughs) That was a lead balloon, man. That that joke did not land. (laughs) He was not pleased. He's for like a year. He's been like that fucking Abe, 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 Abe. (laughs) And I was like, dude, Abe's not serious about that. Come on, calm down. And he's like, Oh, I don't know. Uh, I love Sean, and I hope he listens to the show. And if uh, if he doesn't, I'm going to tell him I love him anyway. I, I I I never heard the story from you that that it was the Jeff Glo- that it was inspired by Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic <laughs> Park, but I like it even more now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think uh, the fact that it didn't go over well yeah. is true to form, right? Like that's that joke wasn't funny then, and it's still not funny. It's still not, but but <laughs> to you, to you, that joke worked. <laughs> <laughs> so it goes to show uh, anyway well i think we're we're into this thing for like 40 minutes are you have you died of coronavirus yet no no i'm still in no. my office which appears yeah. to be mostly clean i'm still standing down in a pile of honda parts and it's filthy but i still haven't caught it it like it currently it's not residing on the grease of polyurethane bushing from energy suspension or into uh, it's not residing in the head of an old Honda D16A6, and those are the things that I'm nearest to right now. So, uh, uh, Before yeah. we end the show, I do want to say that uh, the gears and gasoline have uh, guys have been uh, – the Benz have really like been putting out serious fire content recently. Yeah, they have. Um, the build that Ben the Benz have been doing for both the Evo and the EK are – the videos are awesome. 
Yeah, and so. and they and they enlisted the help of our buddies uh, Andy from ASM and uh, and, and uh, Ronnie Morris Motors, Motors, Ronnie yep. Ronnie Solomon. So uh, it, it's cool to see a, a big YouTube channel like that, like embrace these tiny bespoke kind of niche shops uh, to to help with their car builds. So uh, and and fun to see like our friends making videos with our friends, which is cool. But it's almost like. Uh it's almost like the Slip Angle podcast, where it's like, I, even before I was on the show, I would listen to the show because it was just my buddies chit-chatting, and I would just listen. Yeah? You, you actually, did you, you told me one time that, that, is this show the reason that you came to Grid Life, or was that Matt Farah's show talking about Grid Life? I think it was, originally it was Matt Farah's show talking about Grid Life. Okay. And then, uh, I don't know, like... I looked at the rule book, and so this was, um, what was it? It was like Grid Life 2. Uh, I had the car, year, yeah. and that was 2015, and I had the car, and it was like, hey, like this sounds cool, um, but I, I didn't really have any track experience or something, and I was too intimidated to, to go, and uh, I, I waited until Grid Life 3 to really start doing stuff, and then 2016 was the year of Grid Life 3, and I spent all of the money that I had, like <laughs> reckless abandon for motorsports yeah. related activity. So I, you know, did one lap and grid lifetime attack in one year. And it like, I was like, Oh, I don't have any more money. So that's cool. Yeah. And, and you actually won the season championship that year too. So uh, what's, what's amazing now is like uh, times that I posted even like back then uh, in the street mod group wouldn't be enough to put you on the podium in the street group, which is the lower <laughs> prep class. Oh, the times they are changing, huh? Oh, geez. <laughs> like uh, in 2016, yeah. the fast times for street mod at uh, Road Atlanta were like 39s-ish. Right. And now those cars are doing like 32s and 33s, which is just... That's so stupid. It's so insane. It's so... St and not like freaking GLTC cars, a bunch of NA, like 1.8 liters. They're uh, running like 39s. That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I'm not the best driver. I do enjoy driving, but uh, I have way, way more uh, respect for this... Uh, the, the risk of the situation that I'm in than I did previously. Yeah. No, things change when you get older too. And as the, uh, the risk, uh, goes up for you personally, it, it does change like the, like when you're diving down into turn 12 and you're sideways at 120 miles an hour, like it changes the, the feeling like it, there is, it takes a certain kind of person. Um, and I don't know if like personally, I don't know if I'm that dude anymore. Like to, to just kind of push that like screw it button deep into sure. the dash. Uh, I don't well, know if I got in, it. In my know. case, like I spent so much time and effort on preparation for the the Evo that like yeah. it, I wasn't in a place where I was doing you know a hundred laps a weekend anymore. And so it's no. like now you're doing there, two or three. there is yeah. there's like an amount of trust that you need in the car in order to be able to do that. And like I it's hard for me to understand how, even though I completely appreciate it, it's hard for me to understand how like James and will can go out and run a car for, you know, three laps or four laps in a weekend and actually put down a time. That's good. It's a whole nother skill set, man. Like, uh, and even, even like when you go like to our simplest 
the quote unquote simplest time attack class, like street class. You watch like Austin Hurdle and he's going like he's in like a, a like a full bolt on, like pretty sorted out three seventy Z. Uh you watch his in car video or you watch a video of him or you just watch him track side and uh lap two, I mean he is so far after it versus like what I have ever done lap oh, two sure. in anything. Like it's so it's so different. Like time attack drivers, like you're we're finding the real time attack drivers. And yeah, they're it's, winning. It's crazy. They're winning because they are we re- re- <laughs> like because they're doing all the things you have to do to go fast, like lap two, lap three, lap four. So well, and, and I think do. of guys that have like stayed in the same class for quite a while, like Spaz right. and and um, Austin Hurdle as an example. Like the. Yeah. The, the amount of preparation per the rules uh, in that class is like is pretty limited actually, and so the cars aren't getting seconds over seconds faster because the cars are getting better. It's because the drivers are better. No, yeah, they're getting better. The tire, they're, they're like dialing the cars in more and more and more. They're getting better at actually being fast when they need to be fast. Um, yeah, I mean, if you spent all day with one car in perfect scenarios, you could probably beat many, many, many of the drivers. But they're getting they're they're going fast when it's 105 degrees. They're going fast when they're in traffic. They're going fast when it's you know damp conditions. Um, you got to be you got to be perfect when you can be perfect. And uh, t- this this is a it's an ever evolving kind of sport. So. Hopefully, we're allowed to do some events uh, this year, and, and that way people can evolve more. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, Abe. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I think you got to not going to lie about the things you can control. Uh, so, um, to to drivers, uh, a, a quick note before we sign off here: um, we have uh, we have been looking at, like, say say worst case, uh, the worst case scenario came, and like the government, uh, et cetera, forced us to not do things for months and months and months. We have. Um, we do have uh, backup dates for the first two events, which are NCM uh, and Midwest Festival. Um, but that stuff, uh, that stuff will will come out uh, later. Uh, but currently, uh, as we said on the Gridlife Facebook page recently, I think on Thursday, Friday, uh, we we do not have any intentions of having to use those backup dates. But. Uh, um, yeah, so so far so good. Uh, luckily, we have the the advantage of being six and like twelve weeks out from these events. But uh, um, we are planning. We will host these events. Uh, when it will happen, it should happen when they're supposed to be hosted. Uh, and if we are if we are not allowed to, uh, we have um, we have uh, backup dates in the works. So. Um, Cross your fingers. Uh, everybody needs to take care of themselves, take care of their family, and uh, just get through the ne- next couple of weird weeks. So we'll see where it goes. But well, don't be strange. I think, with that, I think with that we did a show. Yeah, man. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go wipe my daughter's hands with Purell and douse her with rubbing alcohol so that she doesn't get me sick. But I think that's a good uh, idea. You ever felt like everything in your world is gross and you need to wipe everything with bleach all the time? Sometimes. Uh, I've never, I never have, but I currently do. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> All right, right buddy. Well, so I'll, we'll uh, talk to you later. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you soon, buddy. <laughs> Bye.
Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at a grid live to say hello. Thank you.